You're listening to The Forum Daily. It's Thursday, May 14th. You're listening to The Forum Daily. My name is Luke Betger. And with me here, Brandon Richardson. We are lead pastors at Slate Church here in Waterloo Region, Ontario, Canada, the world, the Milky Way galaxy. And uh, <laughs> hey, we hope you're having an awesome day. Yeah, I, I know that we are. How, how, how's your day been so far, Brandon? Yeah, it's been good. Uh, we had prayer morning this morning. That's right. It's always fun. You know, I had a uh, little sleeping boy on me. That's a good way to have prayer morning. Yeah. It's cozy anyways. It was nothing cozy. else. These little heaters. I mean, you know, <laughs> today was a little cool to start the day. Yeah. And so I welcomed it. I yeah. Mean, hey, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's good. Um, yeah, it's been a good day. I can't, uh, definitely can't complain. It's warmer this morning than it's been. Here's yeah. your weekly weather update, your daily weather update. Here we go. Looking outside. It what do you got, a... Brandon? All right. Well, I would call it a balmy eight degrees. Okay. Yeah. It's about that, isn't it? Uh, is balmy warm? Is it, uh, cool? Uh, balmy's warm. Balmy's like, uh, well, it's not hot. Yeah. But it's not cold. It's like kind of in between there, I think. And also, I think slightly humid. Okay. Well, you know what? We'll go with balmy. Even though I think it's more on the cool side. Yeah, today's a little bit cool. Uh, I think it'll get warmer. It's overcast, but that's okay. We start tomorrow anyway, you know, based on looking at the sky. We'll hit the 17s. Let's go. And we'll stay there for the next two weeks or higher. Let's go. I've always felt like the long weekend in May is the turning point. That before that, you don't know what you're going to get weather-wise, but generally after yep. the May long weekend, yeah, generally we get better weather. Yeah, I, I think that that's a, that's a fair. I think you're right. Yeah, because I mean, right around this time, you can know what to expect. So even when the May long weekends are earlier, yeah, still yeah. applies. It does. Yeah. Um, listen, I have an update on uh, Starbucks yesterday when I went and uh, okay, and uh, you know the south of France thing and. Uh, and somebody from our church. Yeah. Uh, and your cup. Blessing South me. Of France. Yeah. Oh, and she blessed me with free coffee and South of France. Last night, it's like 10 p.m. I'm getting ready for bed. Okay. Uh, about to go to bed. I get an email from Starbucks. <laughs> okay. No, I have not won a trip to the South of France. Oh. Right? Nonetheless, I get an email from Starbucks. I'm like, what's this about? Pops up on my phone. Um, says, you have just received a gift card from the person yesterday who blessed me with a coffee, she listened. Okay, so here's how it goes. Uh, her connect group yes. told her, you need to listen to the podcast today Okay, because you were mentioned on it. <laughs> she listens to the podcast. Here's that she was mentioned on it, uh, is just so you know thankful for our church, all of the rest of it. Sends me an electronic Starbucks gift card and says, coffee's on me this week. What a nice thing for her to do. Yesterday, I didn't say who it was. Today, I'm saying her name because she's awesome. Anna Jonker. Anna Jonker is awesome. She's amazing. Thank yep. you, Anna. I hope you're listening to this as well. You're amazing. We appreciate you so much. We're thankful for all that you do in our church, and we're thankful for the bright light that you are. What, a, yeah. what an awesome blessing that is. And I think we'll see you on Zoom tonight. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Well, we'll Thursday see you night. there. Well, and if even if we don't, we'll see it sometime soon. We're just going to celebrate her in every meeting we have from here on out. And I would be asking <laughs> Anna for a raise. 
from Starbucks because by just mentioning it oh, on yeah. our podcast here, I mean stocks are going up. I'm they, watching it. Yeah, the amount of thousands of people that are listening to this positive press. <laughs> I'm watching the stock market just go crazy right now. Starbucks is through the roof. Yeah, that uh, good investment. That gift card has yeah. earned a raise. Yeah, so everybody call Starbucks. Tell her that Anna's the best. Tell, tell the manager that Starbucks. Be so cool. Anna's the best. We we love her. We're so thankful for. Her. And uh, <laughs> see see what happens. Um, but actually, it was pretty awesome. That yeah. was a pretty great little uh, well. Little those surprise. kind of stories uh, warm yeah. my heart. Yeah, I'm thankful for that. So uh, so that was pretty cool. As you take a sip of Starbucks water right now. Yeah, I'm drinking Starbucks water. Oh, there it is. And yep. I'm drinking a Starbucks coffee. At the Represent, same time. man. We're yeah. blessed that we have a Starbucks like right around the corner from our office oh yeah and you've got one that's like right on your your drive to the office yeah it's awesome i I always drive uh uh it's not that much longer but i drive a bit of a longer route through our farmer's market right right which again i just love that we're we're in a fairly decent sized region yeah you know half a million people and yet uh we've got not just like a a farmer's market you know every city has their farmer's market and it's on slabs of concrete in the middle of a concrete jungle right Whereas if you've never been to Waterloo and you're listening to this, we have like a legit farmer's market where they sell cows and, uh, you know, lots of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Lots of stuff. But like, you know, there's cows uh, at the market, which I think is a differentiator from a lot of the city markets. I think so. And so, you know, I just take that little trail all the way into here. Yeah. uh, And uh, I stop by on Starbucks on the way. Beautiful. People at that Starbucks are super nice. Are they? Yeah. I know that... uh, that the one lady at least came from the one right around our office. Okay. Um, and so I assume when they open new Starbucks, they just send, you know, employees to different ones. Right. And I'm glad they sent her because I get to see her every day. That's actually a cool yeah, thing. She's nice. Um, yeah. I remember, I literally can remember when Starbucks came to Waterloo and it was a novelty and it was like a big deal. Yeah. And really I remember it coming together with chapters Okay, yeah. And that was the one on the corner of King Street and Weber Street. And, man, I still lament those beautiful days of that Chapters yeah. and that Starbucks. Yeah. And uh, I have, like, so many good memories from that store. Like, honestly, like, from the time that I was, like, uh, like a little kid, like a 10-year-old kid going and buying a book in the kids' section, you yeah. know, to the time I was an adult buying books in the biography section, like that whole journey. And, like, always, you couldn't go in that store without grabbing a coffee, you know, whereas yeah. now yeah. not to hate on the new Indigo at the mall. Cause I think it's still nice, Yep, but it's not quite as charming and I'm not compelled to buy a coffee in the same way. Yeah. That's an interesting thing. I, I find that the new Indigos aren't as cozy. Right. And it might be, you know, almost that like even Waterloo has this big city, but small town feel. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like chapters kind of fit the feel. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I understand that it probably doesn't scale well, the feel of the of old cha- chapters. Yep. But I mean, you could have just kept that one going, you know? Just just, just like as a legacy one. Yeah, just, you know? It does well. Just le- Man, that place was packed. Yeah, all like, the time. Just leave it. Just leave that one. You can do all the others, whatever you want. Just leave that one, you know? I'm a, I'm a walking, uh, I'm a walking, checking out books with a coffee kind of guy. So yeah. no matter where yeah. I am, even if I go into a small little bookstore, you're a coffee. like I got to find a coffee right. place to go to because I'm going to be mosing around for about half hour. Yeah. I got to say big coffee and big books. They did a good job of like marrying themselves together. And yet creating, uh, like maintaining separate identities. Yeah. I've always been surprised that you don't mix the two up. There's no, hmm. 
you know, you're not like, oh, this is just Chapters brand of coffee. Yeah. No, nobody yeah, yeah. thinks that. No, that's true. Um, whereas, you know, there's other things where, you know, well, and it's a gas station, but, you know, gas stations, other coffee. You're like, oh, it's just a gas station coffee <laughs> shop, you know? Yeah. And uh, they've done a good job with that. Well, okay. But, but here's the thing, right? Yeah. When Target was in the mall around here, they had a Starbucks in it. There's a very different yeah. experience browsing around Target, which in my mind is like, yeah. get me in, get me out. I'm going in to get what I need, I and then I'm out of here. Like, you don't need the coffee. It's funny how books and coffee have always gone together. They always have. Yeah, like reading and coffee. It's like a, it's like a ritual. It's a thing. I have a hard time reading without coffee. Totally. I have a hard time drinking coffee without reading. <laughs> I'm, re I'm I'm drinking coffee right now, and I'm having to read while we do the podcast. Yeah, it's weird, man. Yeah, I'm sorry. It's uh, it's a strange thing, but yeah, I'm I'm always kind of uh, I'm kind of impressed by that. But what yeah. uh, and we haven't asked this question in a little while. What are you reading right now? Okay, so right now I'm reading the second book uh, in my so Theodore Theodore Roosevelt trilogy. So it's called Theodore Rex. First one was the rise of Theodore Roosevelt. This one is yeah. called Theodore Rex. The next one is called Colonel Roosevelt. And uh, yeah, when all said and done, man, I'll be like 2,000 pages into this guy. But yeah, that's um, wild. It's, uh, it's fascinating, dude. It's really cool. So uh, I'll give a spoiler alert because I'm guessing that 99% of the people won't actually read this. And it, it's, not like I'm, it's not like, oh, he became president? What? Like, you just ruined <laughs> that for me? It's not that at all. But um, And no matter how much you're going to give us right now, uh, I mean, the book is long enough. <laughs> Oh yeah, the, the trilogy is long enough. Yeah, yeah. There's more. There's more stuff in this. I mean, um, we'd have to sit down for a full two days. Oh, seriously. Yeah. So okay. Well, uh, two like extremely quick things, and then uh, we're gonna get to a segment, a very special guest segment we have on today's episode of the podcast. But two quick things. One thing that amazed me about Roosevelt on his honeymoon, uh, they traveled to Europe, and like week one of the honeymoon, he wasn't feeling so good, but he's like, um, you know, I just want to climb the Matterhorn. <laughs> huge mountain okay sure. like like professional mountain climber mountain yeah, yeah he just goes out one day uh i believe by himself or with one other person and just climbs the thing but <laughs> it gets back and it's something like i'd have to fact check it again but it's something like he was the first north american to <laughs> climb it unassisted without like oxygen or something what? and he just decided to do it on his honeymoon like uh. on a whim so <laughs> Okay. And so this kind of, I'm like, what? This reminds me of when we went out to British Columbia right. for a conference. And a few guys in our church just decided to go make coffee up on top of one of these <laughs> Yes. And there they are. Everybody's up there with hiking gear yeah. and like, like legit stuff. Yeah. And in the pictures, they're sitting next to them in jeans, you know, uh, gym shoes, Yes. And a little arrow press, <laughs> and they're just drinking coffee. Way too cold for them. I mean, it's, that was one of the best. It's things. exactly that. Yeah. But um, Roosevelt finds out that he's the president because he takes over after the current president was assassinated. Yeah, because he wasn't alert. voted in. He wasn't voted in uh, to begin with. He became the vice president, which is effectively like as a politician, you know, you're a nobody. You essentially vice president is like you don't do anything. You're not anything. You're basically an insurance policy, right? Um, yeah, yeah. Anyways, he's a vice president. He is uh, hiking in the Adirondacks in uh, in New York. He's kind of up the mountain. He's camping with some guys. He's having his lunch uh, beside a lake. Of course, they didn't have cell phones or things like that. Yeah, and, sure. And uh, so he's up there. Um, the president had been shot, and he knew that. 
and he was kind of uh, he he was doing better. And so they thought, okay, he's going to be okay. And so Roosevelt felt like it was okay for him to go up and do this. And he's there having uh, having his lunch when he looks down the mountain and he sees a park ranger running full sprint up the hill through the trees, through the forest, and he's holding in his hand a yellow slip of paper. And the book ends where Roosevelt, it basically says, Roosevelt knew in that moment what had just happened. And boom, book ends. No, and you had to wait for the second book to come in. Yep, and I got it. But uh, I only had to wait about a week for it to come in. Uh, the people who finished reading the first book, which was published in 1980, had to wait until 2003 for the next one to be published. Are you serious? Dude, I'm serious. Okay, and when did the third one come out? 2011. So the person writing this book, like, they were releasing it live. Yeah. So, yeah. like, how disappointing would it have been had the person died themselves? Dude, could you imagine? He died last year. He did. Yeah. So it just, so it just was kinda, he working on a fourth volume? No, no fourth volume. Okay. He was done. But, okay. um, but here's the thing with these authors, man. I, I don't even understand how they research, right? Every sentence has a footnote. Yeah, that's nuts. Everything. Yeah. And yeah. he, I watched an, an interview with him and he said that he, Roosevelt wrote more than 150,000 just letters in his lifetime. He, he said that he was like going through over a million, like millions of documents of correspondence research to pull this stuff together. Wow. So it like, when it's like, oh yeah, it takes years to write. It's like, literally it takes years to write. And so the first one took him years. The second one obviously took years and years and years. And then the third one, I feel like you're rolling at that point yet still there's a, there's like a large gap of years. Um, now, in between the first one and the next one that he wrote, this biographer also wrote a biography about Ronald Reagan, the official biography. And he spent 14 years doing that wow. in between. And again, 14 years writing this. Like, what a time to work on it. And he was, of course, uh, writing it when, when Reagan was the president. And so he was invited in. They established like a new policy for this author to be allowed in the White House as just an observer of like everything. And so he was in there doing that. And uh, man, I don't even understand these people. So anyways, hopefully I didn't ruin the book for anybody. Uh, again, I don't know too many people that necessarily are going to just go out and read it. I have, I had been waiting to read this book. I first heard about it when I was like 19 or 20 on a website. Oh, and so interesting. I, I, the amount of times I had picked it up in my hand, yep, yep. like in the store, uh, couldn't commit to just the length of it. And honestly, I think reading it at this stage in my life, I get way more out it of it a lot more. than 10 years ago. Yeah, so absolutely. I'm actually really happy with the timing of it. It's, uh, it's my, fantastic. Mind you, you missed out on climbing the Matterhorn on your honeymoon. <laughs> yeah, well, I did miss out on that, so that sucks. But uh, what yeah. are you reading right now? Uh, yeah, you know what? There has been a brief hi hiatus in my reading. Yeah. Um, the longest hiatus I can remember. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's purely due to moving home, us having so much hands-on with the kids. Totally. Feeling dude. exhausted by the end of the night. Um, but now that we've actually found a new groove, like I'm, Get back I'm uh, getting back into it, I have a book on the way, uh, Alexander McKenzie's biography. Cool, yeah. You know, following in uh, in the theme of uh, learning about Canadian history. Yep. And uh, Alexander McKenzie was responsible for not just being the first prime minister, but actually just creating Canada. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I'm really excited to read that. And his is a two-part as well. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, sick. I can't imagine, like, when you're looking at Canadian history books, it's actually a, it's a, it's a task in and of itself. Right. Because um, 
uh, in fact, okay, so the the reason is is because Canadian history, uh, people aren't writing about it the same way they are American history. Sure, sure. And uh, so far, the books that I've read on Canadian history have been the best books written on Canadian history. Yep. yep. And the most engaging ones and whatever else. So they've been like top notch. Yeah. I'm realizing that it it's it's going to be pretty quick before I get down to like ah uh, these are okay. <laughs> Yeah, I hear you. You I know, because as I look at the top 10 list, nobody can agree on what are the best books on Canadian history. Oh, interesting. And there's even a book uh, called What Happened to Recording Canadian History. Gotcha. And I think that at some point, uh, it became somewhat controversial. And I don't know why. And now that book has piqued my interest to figure out why. Yeah, no kidding. And uh, so, yeah, I'm going to be reading Alexander Mackenzie's cool. uh, biography. That'll be good. But uh yeah, I'm still chipping away at the one on uh, Champlain. Champlain. Yeah, yeah. He's a fascinating guy, man. Totally, bro. Um, fascinating. Uh, I read another book uh, the other day, The War of Art. Have you ever read that? Uh, I, You know, I've ventured into it because it's not very long. No. I ventured into it a few pages uh, when I was really young. Yeah. And uh, it's downloaded on my phone. It's I know good, it's a classic. It's a good one, man. It's a classic. I... Uh, I didn't realize it was as short as it is. I mean, it's 180 pages, but some pages have like a paragraph on them only, yeah. which actually makes it like super digestible. It was yeah. actually really good. I certainly recommend it. Uh, the first two sections in particular are really good. The third section, you can tell that the author doesn't have words or is choosing to withhold words, perhaps, that we would ascribe to essentially God. Right. Right. And he is trying to navigate the fact that he's not writing a Christian book. And so he's calling it like the muse or the uh, but he gives people like the the liberty, call it whatever you want, divine inspiration, whatever that is to you. Right. And uh, I will say that it's like a little lofty for me. It's a little like uh, it's a little like, oh, I wish this guy just had the language, uh, you know, that I'm using here that like this is actually the true source and that kind of stuff. Yeah. And so yeah. the third part was a little like was less great it's not that it was bad yeah. um it's more like take it with a grain of salt but parts one and two were just real practical just um overcoming resistance to work and becoming a professional and it was just like it was great and again i, I immediately opened it. i was a little disappointed i was like i thought i was ordering like a full book here not like uh whatever this <laughs> is and uh just sat down and started reading and it just went so quick it was like yeah, yeah like an hour and a half it was just done uh but really good now um, because I haven't read it all the way through, this is a book that comes up on uh, most. I see it come up not on most, but a lot of like top ten book lists. Yeah, individual book lists. For me, for some reason, based on just what I know about the book and the little I've dabbled into it, <laughs> into the short book that it is, mm -hmm. um, I feel like it's an overstatement. Um, would you say so? Now uh, that you've read it. Yeah, I mean, I would say it's a bit of an overstatement to say yeah. it's that good. I think it's like the, maybe the reason that people love it so much is the concepts are really graspable and simple, sure. Um, sure. and so they're they're really they're really easy to get. At the same time, um, like honestly, I feel like I've read articles that right. are as long as that, and right. so I would just have to classify it a little bit differently. Yeah, like sure. if you were to compare that to the Roosevelt biography that I learned. Uh, or that I read. It's like you can learn so much more. From, like that's a masterpiece in a different way. Mm -hmm. uh, this, although very good and the lessons are applicable to your life and it'll be more applicable to you as a person depending on who you are. Yeah. Um, so I think it's like really good, really practical, really implementable uh, type of things. I think that's good, but I don't know if I could call it. 
like okay if you compare it to like seven habits or something yeah i think seven habits like that is going to have a more profound impact right. on your life right. but if you supplement that with this book sure you're doing really well sure um so yeah i think it's just a good i think honestly it's a good reminder and it puts to language stuff that we just kind of know yeah. uh on the inside and it's like oh yeah thanks for the kick in the butt you know it's a good kick in the butt that we all kind of need every now and then to just get going on stuff. And so yeah, that's good for that reason. It's good. So yeah, there's my review of a book that came out years and years and years ago. <laughs> <laughs> a two books that came out years and years and years <laughs> that's ago. That's actually true. Yeah. yeah. But hey, th there you have it. So um, well, that's great. Well, hey, we got a very special segment that's happening right now, don't we? Yeah, we uh, we got a special guest. Yep. She's very cute. And uh <laughs> You know, she's rivaling, trying to take over her brother's job. Yes. And uh, she may have just done so. Oh, I think it's very possible that she did so. Um, ladies and gentlemen, we want to introduce you to the one and the only Kenzie Richardson. And me! <laughs> Who, who's you? Who's me? What's your name? <laughs> okay, Kenzie, Kenzie, that's gonna hurt people's ears. You can't yell into it, Kenzie. Uh, you just had a birthday. How old did you turn? Four. Four, and you got something pretty special for your birthday. What was that? A scooter. Yeah, you got a scooter, and what else did you get? Bubbles. Okay. Wow. And cookies. You got a cookie for your birthday? You're kidding. What else? What else did you get that you were dancing around in the living room, uh, singing into? A frozen microphone. You did. Wow. A frozen microphone. I'll show you it when we're done. Okay. Okay. You know what? I think I think Aunt Tori might go get it for you. So keep your yeah. headphones on, and she'll bring it to you. She'll bring it in here. Okay. And I need my whole bag. Okay. Well, Aunt Tori will bring your whole bag for you. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. So keep your headphones on. We're got to keep and this podcast going. Just giving instructions on what it looks like. Oh, is that what that was? Yeah. Well, that's cool, Kenzie. Da, 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 da. Okay, so you got your frozen microphone with you right now. I can't hear it if I take off these. Okay, she's taking off the headphones. Uh, why don't you talk into that frozen microphone? I can't hear Okay, she's going to take the real microphone out and put in the better microphone. That is pretty neat, Kenzie. I love that song that was playing. Do you like that song? Mm -hmm. Into the Unknown? Kenzie, you just rigged up your own microphone. She just put her frozen microphone in the mic stand. I heard music was on, and I put on this one again. I love this song, Kenzie. This is one of my favorite songs. Is yeah. it one of your favorite songs? Mm -hmm. Guess it was on my microphone because I put it on for you. You put that on for me? 
I mean, you you do this one and I'll do yours. Okay? <laughs> well, <laughs> why don't I do that one and you do that one that's right beside your face? Okay. You want to do that one? Mm. What would I do without you? You, you do it because <laughs> I know my favorite song. What's this song called, Kenzie? Into the What movie is it from? Frozen. <laughs> really? Is it a fun movie? Mm-hmm. What's the best part about it? Um, playing with it and and finding Anna and yeah, doing all the stuff what they do. Wow. And I have Barbie dolls that add them, and you can see them. You have Barbie uh, Frozen dolls now. Yeah, I had some cookies. You want some cookie? Yeah. Yeah, you got a cookie sitting right in front of you. That's pretty nice, isn't it? Yeah. Chocolate chip cookie is sitting in front of you. I think you should have some cookie. That's amazing. It's good. It's good? <laughs> What's it taste like? Chocolate and vanilla. <laughs> tastes like a cookie, huh? Wow. <laughs> well, Kenzie. I can hear it. You can hear what? The sound? Mm -hmm. What? What did that sound like? Frozen. Oh, do you like Olaf? Mm -hmm. He's funny, huh? Do you like Kristoff? Mm -hmm. He's funny too. Hey, Kenzie. We're going to take that microphone away for a sec. Okay. We just want to, we want to ask you. Uh, <laughs> so the interesting thing with these kids toys is that they don't, have off buttons they don't turn off do they no they didn't even provide an off button <laughs> at all <laughs> they don't want to they don't need an off button on that thing they're just gonna let it go let it go oh my gosh i can't believe i just said that <laughs> let it go. they're just gonna let it go <laughs> Anyways. hey um kenzie we want to ask you a couple of questions okay we asked these same questions to your brother theo was on the podcast you know that yeah did you hear Theo on the podcast? Mm -mm. You didn't? Mm -mm. Do you listen to the podcast with mommy every day? Uh, uh huh. You do? Oh, wow. Okay, so we want to ask you the same questions we asked Theo. Uh, the first question is uh, How is Slate Kids right now? Mm. Good. Yeah? What, what, uh, what are you guys doing <laughs> over at Slate Kids? I don't know. You don't know what you're doing at Slate Kids? Mm -mm. No? You just play around in the tent and we play on the sky. Oh, you play in the tent and play on the... Do you learn anything about Jesus in Slate Kids? And I need to jump off them and then I kiss hands when they come off. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Well, well, why haven't you been doing that for the last little while? Okay. They took them away, the slide, if I keep doing that. <laughs> they took the slide away from you? Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> but why, why haven't you seen Slate Kids in a little while? Because everyone is sick. Everybody's sick. Oh, wow. Oh, why are they sick? Because they're spreading germs. They're spreading germs? Mm -hmm. Right. What's the best way to stop spreading germs? Wash your hand. Uh-huh. And cover your mouth if you don't have a tissue like that one over there. Side. 
Yeah, there is a tissue over there. You're right. And then you need water to not get the germs away. And you should clean your hand in the shower. Yeah, you should, yeah. shouldn't you? Uh-huh. Yeah. Have you been doing a good job um, staying away from people? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You told me the rule is we're only allowed to see family. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if everyone clean their hands. Oh. Right. Well, if they do that, then we get to see each other sooner. Okay. Well, the headphones fell off, huh? Uh-huh. Play drink, Daddy? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Okay, Kenzie, why don't you say bye to everybody? Bye. Well. That was awesome. I hope that you enjoyed hearing from Kenzie and hope that you enjoyed this podcast. We're thankful that you're tuning in here and that you're listening. Tomorrow is the next week in Luke and Brandon's Friday Book Club. Um, Hopefully you've been following along with us. We're reading Mere Christianity. We're reading to the end of book three in the book. And so uh, join us. We're going to have a great discussion tomorrow all about that. We'd love for you to tune in. Until tomorrow, have a great day. Thanks for listening to the Forum Daily. Don't forget to check out Slate Church on our website at slatechurch.com and be sure to follow us on social media, on Instagram and on Facebook as well for all the updates that you need to know.